I'm so excited to have Seven Castain of the TCU women's soccer team as my guest this week. However, my microphone was not working properly, so I did the best I could with editing. So besides that, I hope you enjoy this wonderful and fun interview I had with Seven. Hello, and welcome to Halftimes and Harmonies. I've got a very, very special guest with me here today. She is a sophomore striker for the TCU soccer team. And you don't need to remember her name because it's also her number. It's the one and only Seven Castain. How are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Great, great. So I wanted to first know, like, how did your soccer journey begin? Like, how did you get into the sport of soccer? Um, my parents put me in a lot of sports when I was younger, and um, soccer and cheer were the two that were really interesting to me, but they started to cross over a lot, and I had to choose one or the other, but my practices were literally at the same time, so I'd go to an hour of soccer, an hour of cheer, and so my parents were like, okay, you got to pick, and soccer had always just had my heart, I guess, and so it's just the thing I stuck with. Oh, yeah, that's, that's awesome, and I know you're from Utah. So how in the world did you end up at Texas Christian University of um, all places? It's <laughs> a great question. Um, so when I was getting recruited, I was part of the COVID year. So like my entire recruiting process got like flipped on its head. So I started yeah. talking to coaches my freshman year, got cut off like May 15th, I think, and then couldn't talk to them for a year. And when I finally could talk to them June 15th of my junior year, um, I was, I can't remember, I, it must have been the first day, it must have been June 15th, Eric texted me, like, really early, and I was, he was like, okay, like, I really want to talk to you, and I, I'd never heard of Texas Christian University, so I was like, right, right, I, <laughs> I think the one the Big 12 I was looking at was Texas, and okay. I was like, mm, whatever, and then I got another text later, and it was like the end of my day, and I had a ton of calls, and I was like, okay, I can fit you in tomorrow. Oh, wow. And he was like, no, I need to talk to you tonight. Wow. So I got on a call at like 8 o'clock at night with him and talked to him a little bit about just the school and like what they were looking for. And it ended up being one of the schools that I actually like really enjoyed talking to the coaches. And I watched them play and I was like, wow, this could actually be the place that I really wanted to go to. And on my way to go to Oklahoma State and Vanderbilt to look at um, their campuses, this was kind of, I was coming here literally to just like check it off my list as like, okay, like I've seen the campus, whatever. Came here, got on campus, and I literally fell in love with it. And I like, on that trip, my mom was like, you have to commit here. And after that, I was like, this is exactly the place that I want to be. And it, I didn't even know about it before I was getting recruited, so. Yeah, that's, that's really awesome because uh, I know especially Sometimes it's that school that, you know, you don't really think about. You're like, I'll just go just to go. But then it ends up being the best thing ever. Yeah. And I know going back to Utah was pretty special for you, especially going to play BYU. And um, that game honestly was pretty special for you because you had a brace. You had two goals. And um, this in the 27th and the 61st minutes. Um, So what did that mean to you going back to BYU? Um, It was big for me, honestly. I think my college soccer journey has been certainly interesting, and I think being able to go back for our first Big 12 game of the season and, like, really, like, show myself and, like, play the way I've been wanting to play since I've been here, like, was huge for me. Like, I've played against those girls all my life. Like, their center back is literally one of my best friends. And so, like, playing against her, like, was so much fun. And I walked into that game 
so much more confident than I have any other game because I was like, I know exactly how to play her. And I was like, I'm at home. Like, yes, there might be 6,000 fans cheering for BYU, yeah. but I also have, like, 50 fans that are cheering for me. And Absolutely. so it was just, like, huge to be home and to be in an environment where it might have seemed hostile, but for me it was entirely comfortable. Absolutely. And I know you yelled something after your first goal. <laughs> Is that, like, was it explicit or anything? or? Uh, yes, it, it was. Okay, um, all right. <laughs> but I don't know if you saw my dad, like, on ESPN, they, like, flipped it to him. Ah. Or, like, my parents were up in there. And whatever he was saying was exactly what I was saying. Ah. Father, like, mm, there we so, go. We love that. Yeah. Well, I think that BYU game was a turning point for the entire team as well because it has started a scoring frenzy for the TCU soccer program. And in the first non-conference games, y'all scored five goals in seven games, which was like 0.7 goals a game. And then you, now, since then, you've scored 13 goals in six conference games, including the game against Kansas, which equates to about like 2.2 goals a game. And you have six of those 18 total, which is about third of those goals. So what has the team done to change this entire mentality, especially at that BYU game? Um, It's hard to say. I feel like we honestly have been through a lot of adversity this year. We're a very young team. So, and we have a lot of new girls, so it's really just trying to figure out how to work together. And I think having to go through that adversity the entire first part of the season, like, really forced us to figure out how to stick together no matter what. And so I think playing all those big teams and, like, learning, like, okay, we can play with them. Like, there's a couple of details that are off. Like, learning that we can actually play with them, though. Like, we could come into, like, these games against, like, Oklahoma State, BYU, and be like, we've played Florida State and Penn State. Like, yeah, this is no different. Absolutely. This should be easier. So, like, for us, I think it was just chemistry at top, figuring that out, and, like, the whole thing of, like, dying to score. Like, you have to figure out, like, how am I going to get in front of goal? Like, mm-hmm. staying composed in front of goal. Like, it was just, like, the finishing pieces for us. Like, it's been there from the beginning. It's just the details that weren't there, and I think we're finally starting to really walk in on the details and remain focused for an entire 90 minutes. That's, that's awesome because now you guys just can't seem to stop scoring. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I know that you and fellow sophomore A.J. Hennessy, um, number three, she also has been scoring a bunch, and you guys have had some goal celebrations, yeah. um, including the shoe shining after uh, A.J. scored one and then the karate kid after you scored one. Uh, so where do those come from? Um, so we had a practice... Ooh, it might have been like in August. It was like preseason time where we had like a uh, we do crossing and finishing. Mm-hmm. And during crossing and finishing, a lot of times like the people who are either hurt or like our coaches will decide like who had the best goal during crossing and finishing. And one day they were like, "We're gonna do best celebration." Oh boy! So a bunch of us started coming up with like celebrations and stuff. <laughs> and I don't know why me and AJ like brought one of those out recently, but she was Absolutely. like, "We should have a celebration." And I was like, "Totally!" And she was like. This is what we're going to do. And I had to stick with it. I did not love it, but I had to stick with it. And you'll see more to come. Okay, I'm I'm excited. I'm honestly thrilled to see so many celebrations. So this podcast is called Half Times and Harmonies, right? So I have to ask you, do you have any sort of like musicality within you? Any musicality within me? Yeah. Um, I I played the violin for five years. Wow, okay. I will... <laughs> I can't say I was great at it. I okay. I didn't dedicate as much time as I could have to it, but I, I enjoyed it for five years of high school. Um, 
let's see. And I mean, if you want to talk about just music in general, like we love yeah. some good R&B. There you go. type of music. Um, okay, that's good. Love the musicality and the storytelling of that. So. Good. Yeah. So I've got a couple of uh, musical terms here. Um, <laughs> I want to see if you can uh, guess some of them. So you might know this one. First one is glissando. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I told you, I, I was in orchestra. I didn't pay right. attention. Right, okay. Uh, so that, that means like when you like put your finger on the string and you just like slide it down. Or like on a piano, that's when you like, just oh, like. I totally never did that. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Uh, the next one is uh, stringendo. These are not words, are they're, they? They're Italian words. Oh Every gosh. musical term is Italian. I think the only word I know is vibrato. Okay, well, that's something. That is something. That's a start, man. Okay. Well, stringendo means to, like, speed up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so do you know a little bit of Spanish? A little bit, yeah. Okay, so this next one is forte. Does that mean, like, get louder? Yes. Yes. Okay, we got one. Okay, next one is retardando. That one actually sounds familiar, but I don't know. Just think about it. Okay, what is, like, good to, like, be retard or something. Hope that was so unhelpful. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, okay. That also kind of needs to slow down. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. It, that seems to make sense. Okay, okay. <laughs> now the last one, I, I'm just throwing this out there just for fun. Um, it's called con, Consordines. Sounds like concert. That's all I've got. <laughs> That means to put the mute on. <laughs> I don't know where these terms even come from. Oh don't ask me. I'm not the founder of music, but yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a clue on those. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast uh, today. And be sure to tune in tonight for the Frogs match against Houston. Ooh. So thank you, Seven, yeah. so much. Of course. Thank you. Thank you.